1: that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at $40 a month experience it all live with sling sling
2: we're gonna cause trouble scott farrell is calling the shots from the sidewalk. we're gonna make fun of people we're gonna hurt people's feelings it's farrell on the bench i believe in whipped cream with everything All right, Pharrell on the bench with you. Hour number two, and uh, the Jazz have the lead 50-49 on the Clippers uh, with just under five left and a half in Salt Lake. And uh, I, I want to tell you about this hockey game. So the Blackhawks ended up beating the Capitals in overtime 5-4. to four. Connor Sheary tied the game for the Capitals with three seconds left. From uh, Carlson and Ovechkin, Ovechkin's 25th assist, and then uh, Jones won it for the Blackhawks a minute 21 into overtime from Kane and and Doc five four in that game. Ovechkin, uh, the power play goal from Backstrom, his first his first game tonight. Uh, Backstrom's first game of the year, believe it or not, and Oshie assisted on it as well. Ovechkin broke the all-time power play goal record with that goal. And then uh, DeBrinken had a big game, uh, two goals, a power play uh, twice, one that made it 1-1, one that made it 4-3. And really, Eller had tied it at 11:57 57 the third, then Dabrinkin, the power play goal at 15. And then Shiri with three seconds left, and then Jones in overtime to win it for the Blackhawks. And, I mean, the Blackhawks are terrible. Uh, They're 11-15-2. And, And meanwhile, the Capitals are 17-5-2. Gigantic win for the Blackhawks. That could be a, you know, season-defining moment for the Blackhawks where they uh, turn it around. They either will or they won't. You win a big game like that in overtime in your building against a really good team, it can give you momentum, confidence, uh, all kinds of things. We'll see if they can uh, react off of that. The Ducks are up 2-0 on the Smoke Kraken uh, in Anaheim. Grant, shorthanded, uh, made it 2-0. Uh, Zagrass made it from Milano, and Shattenkirk made it 1-zip. Uh, so the Ducks are incredible, 16-9-5. and five. They've looked good. And uh, they're winning again tonight, 2-0 over Seattle. The Rangers and Coyotes are tied at 1s. Erickson jumped out for uh, Zona, uh, making it one nothing. And then uh, your boy Kako from Zabinijad and Kreider at 10-40 of the second tied it up. Mavi, you got to win that game. I mean, Arizona's 5-20. and you got to win that game. When you're 18 7 and 3, you got to beat that crappy. They're the worst team in the league.
3: Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's, it's the second of a back to back if you just got beat up by Colorado last night, but there's no excuse to lose to this team. They are just absolutely pathetic. And any win they steal off anybody that's over 500 is just a bad night for that team.
2: I mean, they got to somehow find a way to win that game tonight. That's just all there is to it. Tomorrow night is a big night in the NHL, you know if they don't cancel all the games. They've already canceled the Leafs and Flames game in Calgary because the Flames' entire organization has COVID. I mean, they got 17, 18 guys with COVID. That's crazy. Flyers and Canadians uh, tomorrow night in Montreal at the Bell Center. By the way, uh, Toronto and Ottawa are both... uh, limiting uh, crowds to f- under 50% because of the Omicron. They're, you're 50% capacity. That's it. That's all they're going to let in. We welcome our radio affiliates to Front on the Bench on a Wednesday night. Good to have you with us. Senators and Lightning tomorrow night. Kings, Panthers, and Sunrise. The Knights are at the Rock to play the doubles. I wouldn't have minded uh, going to that one. Red Wings and Canes in Raleigh. The Bruins and Islanders at the new USB, UBS, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, Avalanche Predators in Smashville, Sabres Wild in Mini. And the Jackets are at the Oilers in Edmonton. And the Canucks, who won five in a row, are playing at the Shark Tank against San Jose. So that's all tomorrow night. And uh Friday I'm looking forward to going to see the Penguins play. The Sabres looking for 6 in a row from Pittsburgh. They've won 5 straight. Crosby's lighting it up. They're lighting it up. Everybody's playing well. I can't wait to see him. I got great seats. I'm stoked to go see the Penguins. If you're at the uh, PBG on Friday night, make sure you say hi. I'll be there and uh chilling the most. I'm going to the Steeler game on Sunday against the Titans. If you're there, say hi. I'm cool. I'm normal. And I look forward to going to uh, that game, my last game of the year for me with my season tickets uh, based on my schedule. So I'm looking forward to going to the last game last row. I went to a lot of games this year. They had nine games. I went to like six or seven of them. So that's been cool. It's for all on a bench.
7: You're listening to Sports Grid, the home of the winning edge, carrying on the fine tradition of sports gaming from all the way back to ancient Rome. But they never had a mobile app. So count your blessings, Sporto. This is the Sports Grid Radio Network. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench with Scott Pharrell.
2: All right, so uh, football on uh, Saturday. You don't seriously think that uh, Mafia, like, because I know there's a lot of people clamoring for them to cancel that Browns game with the Raiders on Saturday uh, afternoon. That's a 4.30 game. The night game is the Pats and Colts. You don't seriously think that between uh, tomorrow and Friday they're going to cancel that game, do you?
3: I don't. Goodell even went on NFL Network today and was basically like, "Our plans go through with it." I mean, you have the coach, you have the quarterback, and a bunch of the main players on one of the teams unable to play, and he says they haven't even considered canceling the game, or moving it, or postponing it. I mean, they said at the beginning of the season, "We're not changing game schedule. This is what it is." We, you know, that extra week that we're adding to the season is so we can make more money off another game, not so we can put, you know, other games there. So they didn't build any wiggle room into it this year. And now they're going to pay for it. And they're going to have to play a crabby game that half the teams aren't going to be there for. And we're seeing other ones, too. I mean, the, the WFT added, like, 10 guys to their uh, COVID list today. All these teams are at, you know, the Rams have the breakout. This week, it seems to be the one that's really hitting it to a head, where all these teams are having outbreaks. And they're trying to stand pat, saying, oh, we think we can still make it through. And it's going to be, you know, like, a, it's going to be, you know, mediocre. Me in my league kind of football because you get the second and third stringers. It's going to be like the preseason because nobody's going to be able to play. Well,
2: Washington is has got eighteen players, right? The Browns have whatever seventeen or something like this. And um, I'll say this much for him: uh, someone put it best. Thank God we have Case Keenum because. He's a good quarterback. He's not bad. And I mean, there are some people who think that he's better than Baker Mayfield. I mean, they really do. And he's going to be playing. And they still got Miles Garrett. They still got uh, Chubb. And they're getting points now at home against the crappy Raiders. I mean, the Raiders could be the healthiest team in the world. Not one guy out, and they still suck. Would you agree with that?
3: Yeah, they've been completely underperforming this year with the talent that they have, especially on the offensive side. It's that's embarrassing what's happened to them losing Gruden or not. They have too many good players on that team to be this bad.
2: You know, I was just looking at the uh, mountains in uh, in Salt Lake and and, you know, like Park City, Alta, all the great skiing they have there. And, uh, I saw Danny Ainge, the new CEO of the Jazz at the game, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't care about all that. But when they show the mountains outside and uh, just the great skiing they have there, uh, do you think I should, um, I don't know, quit my job and become a ski bum again? I've done that before in my life. I, I got fired by CBS once uh, when I was 23 years old Uh, in Pittsburgh. The guy said, you're a lunatic. You're crazy. You're nuts. You're insane. Get out. You're fired. And then he said, here, this is the money I owe you on your contract. And he gave me like 30 grand. And uh, I'll never forget. I went home and uh, my dad, I said, I got fired today. He said, well, stranger things have happened. Uh, Everybody in that business gets fired. Uh, You're going to have to get a job. And, and, um, you're going to have to figure a way to get back on the air. And I said, all right. So when they went to bed, I got in my car. And I drove to Colorado. And I took the 30 grand and I went skiing for six months. And uh, it didn't go over well with my dad. Uh, but I uh, I did uh, ski every day and smoke a ton of weed. And I had sex with like 50 different chicks. I, just, I thought it was fantastic. All I did was ski and and chase tail every chick i met i ended up sleeping with are we on the air check one two check
3: sounds like a much uh, better had, one people than most people
2: listen i had the greatest time i was skiing in neck deep powder and i would the rest of the day i was naked in hot tubs or in beds otherwise I, and i was drunk i was like a, a gigolo basically and then all day, like I'd wake up, I didn't even know the chick. I'd wake up, I'd be like, listen, thanks, see ya. And I'd put my, I'd grab my skis off the deck and I'd, <laughs> I'd walk down the street and I'd get on a chairlift and I'd go skiing again. I skied all day, every day. I did nothing. I didn't even have a job. All I did was ski and blow through the 30 grand. I made it though. I made it six months on the, on the 30 grand. <laughs> skiing and just partying. And drinking beer, smoking fatties, having sex. Are we on? Check, check, check. One, two. So uh, what do you think, Mafia? Should I quit my job and become a ski bomb and move to Alta, Park City? What do you think?
3: Probably not. You know, that works pretty good when you're 23 with no responsibilities. But when you have two kids and a wife and one of those kids about to go to college, I don't think blowing money you have saved in ski uh, resorts going to work out too well especially now that your age you know you're not going to be hitting those hills and you know when when you take those falls being able to take a couple shots and bounce back and get back on the the skis tomorrow you take one of those falls while you're out there you're going to be laying around for the next six months
2: listen i don't fall skiing all right so i might wipe out once a day that's it uh i'm a badass skier so let's just calm down with that but i am good at um you know, sitting in hot tubs and getting naked and uh, riding bumps and tree skiing and powder skiing and back bowl skiing. And, uh, you know, I think there's a chance I could convince, you know, my son's going to college, but I think I could convince him to go skiing instead because he's, he's like big into snowboarding. And I might be able to convince him to, you know, Darcy Rota with me. Like, hey, you listen, you know, like, hey, you want to, you want to bolt and go skiing with me for six months? We'll just like ditch your mom and your sister. We'll just go and we'll hit on chicks we don't know and, and ski all day. What do you think? I think he might go for it, Mafia. I, I think that there's, you know, there's potential. There's potential. I know there's some, look, I think there's some hotties around here that might go with me that would, you know, like, hey, do you want to, do you want to rendezvous? Like, leave at like three in the morning? And we'll just drive, like, 24, 48 hours straight to the, like, Rockies. Never come back. What do you think? You think 34C would do it with me? She might do it. I, I was thinking maybe some of her friends.
3: <laughs> no, nah, she's not the ski type. She, she needs that sun. She doesn't like the cold, right?
2: She doesn't like the cold. She wouldn't go skiing. She's never gone skiing in her life. And she's I've offered to go to, like, Vail, Aspen, uh you know Killington, wherever. I'm like, let's go on a ski vacation. Let's just well, you know, gunner, chop, and I'll ski and snowboard, and you can sit in the lodge and have sex with men. And I'll uh see you at dinner. And she never wanted to go once ever. She did go to uh she's gone to the the ski resort she's gone to the lodge before with me. You know the one where you've gone. You've gone there. Uh the crystal springs are Yeah, right I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And she she's gone there and spent, you know, time in that resort. She's been there, but that's not like I mean, I think it's okay skiing there. It's it's okay. It's it's average at best. It's not that good, you know what I mean? Like I'm used to I'm used to skiing in the West Coast, man. Mammoth, Squaw, the Rockies, Breckenridge, Park City, you you know, Sun Valley, Taos, I mean, Banff, Whistler, I got enough time for this East Coast, Bunny Hills, and, and ice, skiing on ice all day sucks, I want to go deep flush powder, baby, back bowls, shake out, ooh.
6: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
2: Such a badass. He just absolutely is a monster in the block. I just want to feel my
5: burger finger. You're so money and you don't even know it.
2: The deal tomorrow is my last day of shows for the year. I'm doing uh Coast to Coast and All on a Bench on Thursday. That's it. And I'm done for the year. Uh it is what it is. And I'm off uh until then, because of you know, I think the next week, the next Saturday is Christmas, and then the Saturday after that's New Year's, so I'm I'm off. And uh those are my last you know, two weeks or whatever of vacation for the year and i know that um all my picks will be up on pharrell on every day per usual i know that tomorrow on coast to coast i'll be doing all my nfl plays for week 15 and all the bowl games i think i'm doing all the bowl games tomorrow aren't i mafia i mean it's it's now or never
3: Yeah, that's the only chance you're going to get. We're going to have your boy Lisey on to talk about a bunch of them with you. So we'll hit all the football we can.
2: Is Lisey on coast-to-coast and on the bench tomorrow, or uh, what's the deal?
3: Uh, He's definitely on coast-to-coast. I don't know if he's on the bench.
2: All right, so uh, either way, on both shows, I'm going to do all the uh, ball games and the NFL. That's happening tomorrow for sure. And then that's it for me for the year. And uh, it's no big deal. Everyone's gonna be able to survive, I think, without me. It's not the uh, end of the world. So I know there's been quite a reaction to me being off uh, the last two weeks of the year. And then, you know, I've been off lately. I've had off, I don't ever take off. So when, you know, when I sit there and work the whole year, And no one ever realizes I'm doing it every day, five days a week for seven, eight months uh, without a day off. And people are like, all of a sudden, this guy's taking off all the time. Well, that's what I do. And then uh, I know that that's not going to happen moving forward. So uh, there's been some uh, level of, uh, you know there's been some unfavorable uh, reaction to my uh, vacation plans of when I take vacation. So I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm not fighting with anybody. I just know they don't like it and it is what it is uh, for now. And then moving forward, it won't be that way again. Uh, So um, uh, I'll just take them different times now, uh, moving forward. And uh, that's fine with me too. Like, you know, people get all caught up in, in, and for some reason people get all caught up. And when I take off, it's the most unbelievable thing ever. Mavi, you know, it's true. They do it here and they did it at CBS. They did it at Howard Stern. What is it about my vacations that get people so flustered? Why, why is it, have you ever seen anyone like seriously in your life, have you ever seen anyone take off time and get as much flack as I do?
3: No, because you know people all the time. They want everyone else there all the time. They don't want to work all the time, but they want everyone else that they listen to, watch, to be there. Because if you're not there, then they freak out. So, you know how dare you be off? It's like we deserve time off. It's like everybody else gets in the world.
2: Uh, so anyway, it is what it is. So this is the last time you'll have to put up with me. Apparently, uh, in the you know holiday season in the you know the thanksgiving the christmas the new year seasons uh being off that won't happen uh in the future apparently you know or uh i could die or something you never know i mean like maybe i you know uh you know maybe i get hit by a a snow truck or something maybe i get you know uh you know Who knows? Maybe I get the Omicron and die Mafia. You never know. So I may not even, you know, maybe I won't even make it to my uh, next vacation. Maybe I won't even make it to the uh, Penguin-Titan games this weekend. Who knows? You never know. So um, I do know that tomorrow, allegedly, if I make it to tomorrow, I will do uh, NFL and all the bowl games tomorrow on my shows, whether – Uh, Now, I I may not be able to get them all in on the coast-to-coast, which I I still think I will get them all in. But if I don't, if you miss coast-to-coast at 4 to 6 Eastern, then you can watch uh, and listen to Pharrell on a Bench tomorrow night at 10 East and definitely get all of those games then. Because I will dedicate tomorrow night's show to heavy petting and heavy gambling. So in other words, tomorrow night I'll hit every game and talk about every game and bet on every game and give you winners uh, to all the bowl games. And then uh, if you're a Pharrell and a bench head, just go there every day and you get everything. And who knows? Who knows what the future holds? I certainly don't know what the future holds. I really don't. But, um, you know. I got I got some uh, I got some things going on, Mafia. As you know, I got a friend getting married uh, January 9th. I think that's a Sunday, believe it or not. Uh, I have I have a lot going on uh, off the air. So who knows? We'll see how we'll see how things work out with uh, schedules and everything like that. But uh, that's the deal. Tomorrow is the last day for me of the year. So uh, if you can't handle not having me on uh, the TV and the radio. Um, you know, I would, if I were you, I would drink heavily and uh, smoke and eat pills basically. That, I mean, because you got to forget about me somehow. You might as well JMO, Percocet, smoke a fatty, go to bed and just forget you ever even knew me. Just be like, he's like, I'm like a uh, Santa's helper, like, I'm busy, I'm like an elf. I gotta. I got to work for Santa. I'm not even going to be around. I'm going to be at the North Pole, and then I'm going to be rolling around on the sleigh. I got to deal with uh, Rudolph. I'm very busy. So tomorrow's the last day you'll see me. Very exciting. So what do you think on Saturday, Mafia? Are you... uh, are you into the Colts and Patriot game? Is that the one that you're interested in watching? Is that the is that the flavor of the week? Is that the best game on Saturday or Sunday? The Pats-Colts game Saturday night might be the game of the week.
3: Uh, it's definitely one of the best games. I mean, two teams that are in the top of their division, two of the teams that are the hottest right now in the NFL. You know, in a league where we've had so many you know teams go up and down from week to week You never know what to expect they've been relatively consistent But we got a couple other games That are, should be good here too uh, I mean that Titans-Steelers game Is going to be really good I think. I think That's important for both those teams I think Bengals and Broncos is a big game for both those and We could have a great game there uh, That's probably it there Falcons-Niners uh, yeah, yeah that could be a good one too The Falcons are coming on strong right now Even though they still can't stop anybody They're scoring points and it's mattering right now The way they're playing
2: you think the Saints and uh, Buccaneers will be a good game in Tampa, or do you think Buccaneers <laughs> will roll over them? They're going to
3: roll them, Bucks, huh? They're going to slaughter them. The Saints are such a mess right now with their injuries, with their quarterbacks. Even a crappy mo- movie about Sean Payton cannot save the Saints season. So
2: what happened there? Why... Uh, like, explain to me how they made this cheesy movie. It's so cheesy looking. It's so, And I gotta tell you, the Kurt Warner one's just as bad. I mean i 've seen the trailers for both of them i mean they're so embarrassing like what is going on with these sports movies they're i mean they're embarrassing
3: yeah i mean the thing especially with i mean the warner movie is what it is it's i think it's seems almost like it 's going to have one like those religious uh, angles on like on, like the Christian movies that you keep seeing pop up now, but the thing with the Sean Payton thing is I don't even know. Like I'd have to look at it. is that actually what happened in his offseason? Like in that year off that he had a kid that he never talked to that he coaches Pee-wee team? Because I can't really believe that. And if that's not the case, if that's not if it's not a true story, then why even attach his name to it? Why even attach the Saints? Like you could use the same premise without it being Sean Payton of the Saints after he gets suspended for a year. Cause it just makes it look so fake and ridiculous when you put that premise on it that he goes and coaches, you know, this little Giants esque team.
2: So is that what it is? It's like he gets he gets suspended for bounty, and then he coaches a pee wee team.
3: Yeah, well, he's sitting at home. He ends up like you know trying to reconnect with his son and coach his team.
2: And that's what the movie's about.
3: That's what it seems like from the trailer. And of course, hijinks ensue.
2: Hijinks ensue. It just looks so dripping wet with cheese. I didn't even yeah. i saw the trailer i was like what is happening here it's so pathetic and then i honestly the warner one's just as bad like with uh you know oh my god and then they get uh what's his name uh i can't think of his name the actor that's the coach he plays dick vermil uh oh, that's, that's, dennis, dennis quaid, quaid. yeah Dennis Quaid, he's been in a million movies Dennis Quaid plays Dick for meal. I'm just like, oh, sports no He
3: loves sports movies
2: Oh no, <laughs> what a disaster I'm just like, what is happening here? I can't even And then they got the wife with the butch haircut Have you seen her?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, that's how his, his haircut His wife's haircut's very short So they're playing it to, you know, what it's the life
2: I love how you don't make fun of it, but I do. I love how you just, she just had a short haircut. Meanwhile, you know it's all butched out. I'm like, what? Thank God I just tell it like it is. Deal with it later. What is somebody going to say to me? Scott, we can't have you talking about butch haircuts on the air. just It's just really Irresponsible. You know, I don't know what you're doing, but it's just, not, it's just not acceptable. We're not having it. We're having none of that here at the network level. Trust me, you, mister. We're watching you.
4: You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems.
7: it's a jungle out there so many possibilities prospects and probabilities it's easy to become overwhelmed that's where we come in relax we're your trusted source for expert information on sports gaming strategies and information this is the sports grid radio network you're listening to pharrell on the bench with scott pharrell
2: Uh, all right, so um, I'm not really going to uh, give out any uh, action tonight in terms of these uh, ball games, but I did want to mention them, right, so that uh, I know on Friday, because I'm, I'm going to Pittsburgh to hit up that Penguins game Friday, and then uh, chill Saturday and go to the Steeler game Sunday, right? And uh, so Friday uh, I'll be there and go to the game, hockey game, whatever. But uh, believe it or not, like I get in there like around lunchtime or something, and there's literally that uh, Bahama Bowl going on, Middle Tennessee and Toledo. That's at noon. And then at 6, is Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. Now, the hockey game's at 7, so that'll be the end of that game for me. Uh, but I'm going to watch the hockey game. But then, you know, Saturday, I got nothing going on. I'm waiting till Sunday, uh, the Steeler game. So, Saturday, there's two NFL games. One of them's like a COVID game, the Browns game with the Raiders. And then the other one's great. At night, I'll be all over that. The Pats and Colts, I'm all over that. But Saturday, uh, believe it or not, on top of that, there's six bowl games. Six bowl games. I don't even care who's playing. That's just delicious. It's all day long. 11 a.m. Western Kentucky and Appalachian State. The Hilltoppers taking on App State in the Boca Raton Bowl down in Boca at FAU, the home of the Owls. And then at uh, 2.15, UTEP and Fresno in the New Mexico Bowl. How about that? And then at 3.30, you got UAB and BYU. I mean, UAB is decent. BYU is better, obviously. uh, But I think that's going to be a good game. Eastern Michigan and Liberty in the uh, Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, By the way, the BYU game is the Independence Bowl. And then the uh, Lending Tree Bowl, whatever the hell that is, Eastern Michigan and Liberty, they're both 7-5. and And then you got the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. How in God's name, they named a bowl game after Jimmy Kimmel? (laughs) What? I mean, now that's funny. That That is funny. They they named a ball game after Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, really? Why, why not Cousin Sal, too? Did you like that, Mafia? I thought that was good right there. I think uh, Cousin Sal deserves one more than Jimmy. Cousin Sal's the one that bets on all the games. Does, sir, Jimmy he's one Does Jimmy even watch sports? I think he drinks wine and stuff like Howard, right? Doesn't he? He doesn't watch sports. Utah State and Oregon State in that game. Utah State's not bad, but they're playing a, a lot bigger team, a, a Pac-12 team, uh, than the, you know, wussy we'll schedule they play where they go 10-3. and three. Uh, Louisiana and Marshall in the New Orleans Bowl. Now, how in God's name does a 12-1 and Louisiana team lose a game in New Orleans? I mean, honestly, you got to win that game. Right, they're favored by five. They gotta beat Marshall in that game, right? You would think Louisiana playing at home in New Orleans, you gotta win that game. You're twelve and one. You gotta win that game. I mean, no, the spread five. You gotta win by twenty. That's all on Saturday. I mean, that is delicious. I mean, that. uh, I mean, that is great. Uh, there's just tons of games so whenever like the the Colts and, and and Pats are in a commercial break I can flip over and watch like bowl games. I never have to watch commercials which is all the NFL is is commercials so I can watch you know two games at once three games at once. I love it because Utah State Oregon State will be on so will uh, Louisiana and Marshall that'll all be happening at the same time. Monday I'll be back uh in New York City and uh, Old Dominion and Tulsa are playing in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, It's at 2.30. I mean, I have a semifinal Pharrell Ballers game on Monday night, but I don't have anything going on at 2.30, so I'll watch that crappy bowl game, and then I'll go play in the semifinal of the uh, basketball league I'm in. We're the number one seed, undefeated. We got our work cut out for us, though. Uh, The the other semifinal, these two teams, uh, they mean business. They're both really good. And we beat them both, but they're no joke, either one of them. And both of them can beat us. Trust me when I tell you, we could lose. Uh, I've lost before in a title game many times. I don't ever remember losing in the semis, though. Mafia didn't, we we made the finals always, I think, in like 18 finals we've been in. I I don't ever remember losing in the semis.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right. The only time we lost in the semis is when you and I played on the crappy team for a season just to help them out.
2: Yeah. And was that
3: losing was losing to the fun. ballers.
2: That was not fun. And we lost to our team. Uh, Kent State and Wyoming on Tuesday, the 21st. That's the Potato Bowl. What a thrill. And Texas, San Antonio, and San Diego State. San Antonio's twelve and one. San Diego State's eleven and two. But boy, did they get their ass beat by Utah State in that title game! God, did they get slaughtered! Wednesday is Missouri against Army. Army got their ass beat by Navy. I mean, how do you lose that game? You're eight and three, and you lose to Navy. Honestly. Thursday, the twenty third, North Texas against Miami of Ohio in the Frisco Football Classic, and then UCF and Florida uh, at night in the uh, Gasparilla Bowl, whatever the hell that is. Friday, Christmas Eve, Memphis and Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. You got to win that game if you're Hawaii. Memphis is favored by seven, but you can't lose a bowl game on the island when you're Hawaii. You got to win. You got to win at home on the island in Oahu. That's it. That's all there is to it. Christmas Day, Georgia State and Ball State in the Camellia Bowl at 2.30. What could be worse than Georgia State and Ball State in a football game? Is there anything worse than that? No. Monday, the 27th, Western Michigan and Nevada in the Quick Lane Bowl, whatever that is. BC and East Carolina in the afternoon in the uh, Military Bowl. Tuesday, the 28th, you got better games now. Houston and Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl, Air Force and Louisville in the First Responder Bowl. Mississippi State and Texas Tech in the Liberty Bowl that's been going on since I've been alive. UCLA and North Carolina State in the uh, holiday bowl in San Diego. That's a good game. UCLA is eight and four, NC State's nine and three. Uh, UCLA is now losing to NC State out in Southern California in San Diego. It's not happening. West Virginia and Minnesota in the guaranteed rate bowl. Um Minnesota's better than West Virginia, that's all there is to it. Uh, Wednesday the 29th, SMU and Virginia in the Fenway Bowl. Uh, Maryland and Virginia in the Pinstripe Bowl at Yankee Stadium. Clemson and Iowa State in the Cheez-It Bowl. Boy, how the mighty have fallen. You played for national championships, now you're playing in the Cheez-It Bowl. (laughs) Uh, Oregon and Oklahoma in the Alamo Bowl. Boy, Oklahoma, uh, they played for national championships, now they're playing in the Alamo Bowl. What could be worse? Thursday, the 30th, North Carolina, South Carolina in the Dukes Mayo Bowl, the Mayonnaise Bowl. Tennessee and Purdue in the Music City Bowl in Smashville. Pitt and Michigan State a good game in the Peach Bowl. And Wisconsin-Arizona State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Both teams are 8-4. New Year's Eve, it all gets going. Wake Forest and AM in the Gator Bowl. Washington State of Miami in the Sun Bowl in El Paso. How embarrassing. Uh, Central Michigan and Boise in the Arizona Bowl. And then you got your semifinals in the college football playoff. Cincinnati and Alabama at 3.30. And then Georgia and Michigan at 7.30. And then on January 1, you've got the uh, – Oklahoma State Notre Dame Fiesta Bowl, the Penn State, Arkansas Outback Bowl, Iowa and Kentucky in the Citrus, Utah and Ohio State in the Rose, and Baylor Ole Miss at night in the sugar at eight forty five East. Tuesday, january fourth, LSU and Kansas State somehow are playing in the Texas Bowl after the holidays. And then on the 10th of January, the national championship at 8 o'clock. There you go. That's all the ball games. Can you believe that? So if you like sitting on your ass, on your couch, eating popcorn, eating Doritos, eating potato chips, eating sandwiches, eating pizza, eating strombolis, drinking beer, drinking root beer, drinking tequila, drinking whiskey like Mafia, Gentleman's Jack, then uh, the college ball season is for you, baby. And don't forget, every week now there's Saturday NFL and Sunday, pain Day NFL. Plus, uh, well, I don't even know. I think they run out of Mondays and Thursdays coming up here uh when is it that they that they run out of uh you know let's see what it is week 16 you've got uh thursday saturday sunday monday week 17 you've got uh all sunday and monday that's the brown steeler game and then the last week every game is on sunday and there's no monday thursday or any of that so You're running out of Mondays and Thursdays, and you're going to have some Saturdays here, and then you're going to have just a Sunday. And then on the uh, weekend of the, uh, I think, you know, in that window of uh, Saturday, January 15th, Sunday, January uh, 16th, and Monday, January 17th, you're going to have the wild cards. And then uh, the following week on Saturday the 22nd, Sunday the 23rd, you got the divisional round. Uh, And then on Sunday, January 30th, you got the uh, conference title games. And then uh, the Pro Bowl is February 6th. And the Super Bowl is Sunday, February 13th on NBC. So there you go. I mean, tis the season, baby. It's time for uh, the end of the NFL regular season. Wild cards, divisional conference, Super Bowls, ball games, I mean, it is on like Donkey Kong. And then, when that's over, you roll into college basketball, then into March, into conference tournaments, and then uh, March Madness. I mean, it is the best time of the year, but you never know with Omicron and COVID, uh, what disasters lie ahead for sports the shutdown of sports again uh the nhl says they're not shutting down uh i've not heard the nba say they're not shutting down we've heard uh, the nfl say they're not shutting down i gotta hear the nba say they're not shutting down before i believe it it's pharrell on a bench
4: guys my buddy's a fan of yours in vancouver canada so he hears you crystal clear i thought i'd let you know that time
2: after time i sit and i wait for your call (laughs) hear us off that 1090 in san diego all the way in vancouver but uh that's awesome and you can also hear us everywhere in the southern hemisphere on sirius 159 so it's all gandhi everybody's good Uh, Devontae Graham with the longest shot made in the NBA in 25 years tonight on an inbounds play at the end of the game with a second left. He jacked a full-court winner, and it went down. Unbelievable. So, and Anthony Edwards tonight, 10 three-pointers made for the Timberwolves against the Nuggets. Isaiah Thomas in the G League busted off a 42-piece in his first game. I have seen it all. Ducks lead the Kraken 3-1 after two periods in Anaheim. Hawks in overtime beat the Caps. Rangers got it done 3-2 over the Coyotes in Arizona. You got to beat the worst team in hockey, and they did. The Jazz lead the Clippers by 12 after three periods. The Blazers are up. Um, six on uh, the Grizzlies and there's about two minutes left in the third. The Wizards by five over the Kings early in the fourth. Heat beat the Sixers. Lakers in overtime by three over the Mavs on Austin Reeves three uh, as time expired. Cavs blow out the Rockets Hawks easier than the Magic. Bucks same thing. Whack the Pacers. Pelicans win on that last second full court shot. Hornets Over the Spurs, big, and the Wolves blew out the Nuggets. Can't believe it. See you tomorrow at 4 on Coast to Coast. Good night.
0: Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen posed that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.